truth is dark under your eyelids. What are you going to do about it? The birds are silent. There's no one to ask. All day long, you'll squint at the gray sky. When the wind blows, you'll shiver like straw. A meek little lamb, you grew your wool till they came after you with huge shears. Flies hovered over open mouth. Then they, too, flew off like the leaves. The bare branches reached after them in vain. Winter coming, like the last heroic soldier of a defeated army, you'll stay at your post, head barred to the first snowflake, till a neighbor comes to tell at you, comes to yell at you. You're crazier than the weather, Charlie. All right, yep. Botched that at the end, but um, I decided that <laughs> I started, I read the first few lines, and um, and I decided that I, I didn't want to read any further. I kind of wanted to uh, have it surprise me. And um, yeah, it surprised me. Uh, I screwed it up, but whatever. Um, here we are again. Uh, episode five, I believe, of Creation Wizard. Um, today is February 12th, 2019. Uh, my 30th birthday. And that is not a Miller Lite tall boy. That is, um, some nice Kavita Master Brew kombucha, tart cherry flavor. (laughs) Uh, this, so this will be the first podcast that I do, uh, 100% sober, not, not even one Miller Lite in me to affect things. Um, yeah, uh, 30 years, um, pretty, pretty wild. Uh, I don't know. I keep going back and forth between, uh, between uh, honestly feeling like a little emotional about it. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, kind of just not really caring, uh, cause you know, in the grand scheme of things, uh, you know, it's another day. Um, you know, uh, if you wait till your birthday to do something cool, then you don't do enough cool shit. Um, so I did, I, I kind of decided today that I wanted to make today, um, either very much about being, you know, sober and alone, um, inspired by, uh, my buddy, Steve, who, you know, climbed the, uh, the, the whites, the, the white mountains, um, Mount Washington for his 30th birthday. Uh, and since I'm not that badass or that cool, um, <laughs> I was planning on going and spending some time in the woods, uh, which I still may do, but we got some really shitty weather a couple of days ago and it's kind of like freezing rain and there's a bunch of snow on the ground. Um, yeah, excuses, excuses. Uh, Hopefully, I, I, you know, I, I won't lean too too heavily on those excuses and get out there. And my plan was maybe to go write some poetry. Uh, not sure. Um, what else? Let's see. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to be sober. Um, for sure, sober today. Uh, I think the older I get, the more importance I see in sobriety. Um, it's weird after, so just a little like backstory, um, for probably about the last six months or so, I've, uh, tried to refrain from, uh, uh, drinking during the week. So I'll, you know, I'm the weekend warrior guy. Um, 
I still think I need to do a, a bit of tweaking on that <laughs> after talking to my therapist. Um, but yeah, uh, so during the week I, I don't drink and in those days, hmm, I almost feel, uh, a bit of like the, not the child in me, but the, the, the ego goes away a bit. I think, um, I feel like I get a little weirder, which, which I like, <laughs> um, and I think it, when, when I drink too much, um, yeah, the, it, it, I'm kind of just, you know, realizing this right now too. I, th- I think, you know, when I drink too much, the ego, uh, becomes very prevalent. Um, yeah, it's, it's like this, you know, second head grows on my shoulder and, and, you know, is, is, uh, you know, is sociable, <laughs> uh, you know, more so than, than my sober self, I think, but, but isn't, uh, isn't genuine. I don't, uh, or isn't as genuine as, as I feel when I'm sober anyway. So yeah, I think sobriety kills the ego a bit, which, you know, um, aren't we all in one way or another in search of the, the ego death maybe or, or not. You, you can just ride the ego out. I think ego is important in a lot of ways, but, uh, you know, um, you know, for, for confidence and inspiration and, and, uh, you know, a sense of self-worth. Um, but yeah, the, I don't know, the, the least amount of ego I feel, I, I think I feel better. I feel weirder, which I like, as I said, I, I feel, ah, quit touching the mic. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel the like childhood strangeness coming back. Uh, after a few days uh, of sobriety, um, and and I should explore that more. So, all that uh, being said, um, yeah, kombucha for for the thirtieth birthday. Uh, I I was you know uh, fortunate enough to have some friends and everybody celebrate uh, my birthday on Saturday, and I spent most of the weekend you know probably drinking uh, a little too much. Um, yeah, but I had a good time. Uh, had some fun. Um, so yeah, one, one thing I wanted to talk about also, you know, this is probably, I guess this is all going to be in the same vein of, you know, turning 30, feeling a a bit older, uh, you know, the (laughs) questioning, questioning my existence, you know, existentialism, whatever. Uh, but I've also found, especially, in the last, um, couple months, uh, that my desire to serve others is, um, I don't know if growing is even the right word. It's, it's, uh, it's always been there. Uh, but I feel like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm macheting some, some weeds, uh, that were, that were growing around it. Um, I, I remember, I, you know, I have a pretty distinct memory of, uh, sitting in the garage with my mom and I, I can't remember if I was crying, but I, I it, it felt, you know, it, looking back on it, it feels like powerful enough that I feel like I might've been like, you know, emotional and, and saying all, you know, I just want to help people. Um, and I was, you know, that was, I don't know, at least 10 years ago. 
No, it was definitely more than that because I, I was younger. I wasn't even driving. Um, and and I've, I've kind of felt that my whole life. Uh, you know, my parents are two very selfless uh, people. Um, and, uh, you know, my grandfather was as well. Uh, my dad, you know, told me stories since I was a child about, you know, my grandfather making anonymous donations and, um, you know, just that he was kind of synonymous with, uh, you know, anybody that had something to say about him, you know, it was always something positive, uh, you know, how nice of a guy he was and how well he treated people, this and that. Um, and I think a, a big part of it is me trying to, uh, you know, carry out that legacy, I guess. Um, not that I feel any obligation to that at all. Um, yeah, it, it, it doesn't feel obligatory at all, but, but yeah, the, I mean, I definitely, to, to, to honor him and my dad, I, I do want, I want to be known as that person, but almost more. Um, I really do feel like, uh, deep within me somewhere there is, there is a calling to, uh, for that to be, you know, my, not saying that that even has to be my career because I don't even like to equate those two things. Um, but my, you know, it feels like that's why I'm here is to, is to serve people that, that can't help themselves or, I don't know, just, just to spread love, um, in a, in a very selfless way. Uh, you know, once again, trying to, you know, strip, uh, the ego. <clears throat> um, and I, maybe I'm wrong here, but I really do feel like as, you know, if, if the ego was completely stripped away, but love still existed, there would only be love for another person, right? <laughs> Doesn't that make sense? Um, so I guess I feel like I'm in a bit of a pursuit of that. Uh, yeah. Um, I want to care about everyone as deeply as I care for, uh, my, my parents or, you know, or my best friend or my, you know, my goddaughter, you know, I want to feel, I want to feel that connection with everyone. Uh, and yeah, I, it's, uh, it feels like there's some, some paradoxical thoughts there, though, because within all that, you know, you do that to make yourself feel good. <laughs> I do that because it feels good. Um, yeah, these are other things I've discussed with my parents, too, or uh, not even my parents, uh, my therapist, sorry. Um, you know, the reason that, well, the reason we mainly we do anything is to feel good. Uh, you know, it's kind of the human, human condition. Um, yeah, boy, rambling already. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, uh, to, I guess to, to try to summarize here, I, I want in my thirties, I want to explore because I definitely feel, feel like I haven't found that, um, hmm, that like all encompassing feeling of this is, you know, this is it. This is what I want to wake up every day and, and, and think about and, and put my time and effort into, um, once again, whether, you know, like, like I said, whether it, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be part of my career. Um, but I, I want it to be, you know, where my heart lies is selflessness and helping others. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, 
Oh, and I finally did remember to... Oh, wow. Already 12 minutes in. Look at that. <laughs> I finally remembered to uh, hit the timer so I can, uh, you know, see exactly how far along I am, which is probably dumb, um, but I was just curious. Uh, I know I have some notes here that I wrote while I was at work this morning. This was kind of spontaneous. Um, I, yeah, I was at work and decided, I said, I think I'm going to do a podcast uh, to see how it goes, you know, um, sober and not with... Mm, not with something like a, a you know a, a huge topic weighing you know weighing on me uh you know a few other times i've had either a, a really cool story or or you know uh something that i felt a message i needed to get across but i, I honestly i already feel like i have gotten a big message across like yeah th- this this feeling of deep a deep want to spread love um and, you know, not in a romantic way, not necessarily, uh, you know, much more so of, uh, <laughs> so that, yeah, uh, I was trying to explain to somebody when people feel warm, you know, they, they walk, they, they radiate, they walk around and, you know, they, their smile is just so genuine and, and they spread love, uh, seemingly, you know, without without thought without you know that's that's who they are i I want i want to be that person i hope i am that person um and even if i'm not that uh obviously you know externally bright and and warm uh, i still want my actions you know even if i am a little bit more quiet and introverted whatever i want my actions to speak of warmth and love and once again selflessness okay um I'm just going to keep circling back to that, apparently. Um, <laughs> I've written here the search for inspiration, which, man, that could be a whole a whole other uh, podcast. But that's another thing. Um, I find the days that I'm most happy um, is when I'm m- most inspired. Uh, and a lot of times it, uh, I can't even put my finger on what what I'm inspired by or what has inspired me but I wake up and I feel inspired. Like I, you know, I want to, I want to create something. Um, you know, it almost feels like I've like, uh, you know, like smoked weed or something. Uh, like music sounds better. You know, I feel it deeper in my gut. Um, uh, you know, food tastes better. I, I really do. I feel, I feel inspired whether, you know, whether it be to paint or, or just to read something or, or play a song or, or just listen to, to songs. I guess it mainly is, you know, having to do with music. It's usually related to music, but, um, yeah, I don't know what exactly causes it or what I do. I wish I could figure it out, but there are definitely days, um, where, yeah, I'm kind of floating, uh, on inspiration. And I think that's a big, I think that can be a big part of happiness. Um, you know, I think when, when, when we're depressed or, or, uh, you know, maybe even anxious, you know, it's hard to feel inspired. It's hard to search for inspiration. Um, but I also feel like that's a huge part of life is the search for inspiration. Um, you know, don't wait for it to come to you. There's so many different, um, avenues, different vessels, uh, for inspiration. You know, there, there's music, there's, there's art, uh, you know, documentaries, I mean, any, you know, anything to, um, to 
to possibly, you know, wake, wake your mind up to a different idea or a different person who inspires you, anything. Uh, so yeah, keep searching for that inspiration. You know, find it within, within your friends, within yourself, something you've done in the past that inspires your present. Um, you know, something you plan on doing in the future to inspire your present. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that self-serving. Uh, you know, it can, it, it, it can, it can all, it can all help you. Um, yeah, it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so I have the search for inspiration written down, which is, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, it's been it's been a year, a good year of of feeling. Oh, for sure, highs and lows, but definitely days of um, electric inspiration. Like, yeah, there's a there's a pulse to it. There's a yeah, it's it's got some power behind it, which is which is fun. It's a fun feeling. Um, you know, whether I whether I do um, bring any of that inspiration to fruition uh, is is another story. Um, you know, uh, but even feeling it is is a lot of fun. <laughs> kind of makes you know it, it brightens everything. Rose tinted glasses. Um, Let's see. Oh, okay. Uh, oh yeah. So underneath of that, I have alcohol training wheels, <laughs> uh, which I guess I touched on that a bit. Um, yeah. With the ego. Uh, yeah. It gives you those training wheels for, for social situations. And, um, I don't, yeah. Uh, I don't at all think I'm an alcoholic. Um, I'm trying to be honest as possible here. I really don't think I'm an alcoholic, but I definitely, um, alcohol influences, uh, the things I choose to do too much. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, an event with friends, I don't want one of my first thoughts to be, well, I wonder if there'll be booze there so I can have a beer or, um, you know, something celebratory or, or, you know, when Friday rolls around, I don't want to, base my day around when can I go to the bar and have a beer because I made it all week long without, you know, without a beer like that to me, it still feels too controlling and I still feel too much of like a prisoner to that. I, you know, I want to be as free, um, to, to do anything. You know, if, if a friend asked me to go, you know, to the library with them, you know, I don't want to think like, Hey, I like, I wonder if we'll get drinks before or afterwards. I don't, you know, the, it still, yeah, it still has a grip on, on my thoughts and, and my inspiration, I guess. Um, you know, alcohol can, uh, you know, allow you to open up, um, and maybe express yourself a little more freely, but I think you have to be careful when, when the ego takes over. Um, yeah, so I don't want, I don't want them alcohol training wheels anymore. Uh, you know, I, I, I want, I want my heart and my brain to dictate, uh, how the situation goes. And if some weird shit happens, perfect. (laughs) Uh, you know, that's how you learn. And then that's how, you know, um, you, you know, you're allowing life 
to happen. Uh, and I think with alcohol, I'm kind of like filtering, uh, you know, lo- looking, looking through, yeah, f- you know, filtered, filtered glasses. Um, you know, because I'm, I'm buzzed up and I'm Mr. Cool and I'm talk to this guy, talk to that guy. I want to be that person without alcohol. Uh, so if anybody else out there is, uh, you know, if the aliens are struggling with, um, you know, uh, clip, clip clon glue, uh, juice or something, uh, super nerdy and weird also. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you're struggling with that, what did I say? Clip, clip clon glues juice still can't say it. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you're struggling with that, I'm here. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling what you're feeling. Um, yeah, I enjoy the weird. Um, and yeah, with alcohol, I feel like I get away from that weirdness a bit. Okay. Mm. And I guess the last, yeah, wow, already 20 minutes. Uh, the last thing I guess I'll discuss, and then I might read you one of my poems, uh, if I decide to look for one. Um, yeah, is, uh, I, I decided to switch up my diet, uh, another thing along the lines of, you know, this (laughs) existentialism. Um, I, uh, I I decided to go pescatarian for a little while. Um, I was thinking about going just regular veg, regular vegetarian. Uh, but I, I'm a bit too like active in the gym, um, and running and stuff. I, I, I feel like I would get, you know, I wouldn't be getting enough iron and protein and, and all that good shit. Uh, so I decided to stick with pescatarianism. Um, another big factor is, you know, my family is like known to be fishermen and I grew up with fish. Uh, yeah. And I, I kind of felt like that, you know, keeping fish in my diet is, is kind of, uh, you know, kind of keeping some identity around too. Um, but yeah, so that being said, it's only been like four or five days of, of, uh, no, you know, no red meat, no pork, no chicken. Um, no eggs. I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing eggs either. Uh, I just want to leave less of a footprint. And, um, yeah, once again, this, uh, the last like month or so, uh, not eating those animals and and not supporting factory farming. That, that's the big, you know, the big issue there. Uh, you know, I, hunters that, you know, hunters and, and fishermen that, you know, are keeping one fish or two, two you know, uh, and a hunter that, you know, goes out and, and kills an elk or a deer, um, you know, and that deer lived, uh, you know, a healthy, natural, um, you know, unaware of, <laughs> uh, you know, human impact, uh, you know, uh, that kind of a life until the last moment. I, you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. And then that feeding, you know, feeding a family, I, th- I think that's kind of like the way things are supposed to be. But the factory farming bullshit, uh, you know, I, and I didn't even watch any documentary <laughs> to like, you know, sway me. Uh, I've always been afraid to watch those documentaries because I'm afraid I'll go, you know, too extreme one way or another. Um, yeah, so I just made a decision uh, also to, you know, see how it makes me feel. But but yeah, I, I feel, um, already I feel lighter, uh, and not, you know, not even in the sense of like weight. I just feel, uh, I don't know. It's almost like my stomach has a 
conscience. <laughs> like I don't, I feel less guilty. Um, and in turn, you know, I feel, I feel healthier and I feel more connected with the earth. Uh, you know, this is some serious hippie bullshit, but uh, you know, um, that's what I'm into. <laughs> uh, you know, I can almost feel like this collective, like, thank you or something from, from the, uh, you know, from the earth. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably some ego there too, for sure. But, uh, but it, I feel better about myself. I do, uh, you know, so far. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how long that lasts. Uh, it hasn't been easy already. You know, I'm, I'm, it takes a little bit to, you know, rewire your brain. I just automatically want to like, you know, go get some chicken or, or, you know, some uh, pork loin or something. And, um, you know, I got to kind of remind myself not to, not to do that. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully I'll be able to, you know, keep you updated on that. Um, let's see, I'm going to do some CrossFit tomorrow night. That should be fun. If I pass out at CrossFit, I'll know maybe I got to add some, (laughs) some meat back in, uh, you know, to the diet. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, let's see what else. I think that's about it. Um, yeah, mainly mainly trying to uh, reconnect with with people that I feel that I don't see enough. Um, you know, to, being friends and family, uh, trying to meet new people. Meeting new people is tough, man. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> you know, making new friends. Uh, you know, went on a couple dates this week for the first time, really, kind of. Uh, yeah, first time in a long time. Um, and they, you know, they went well, but it's, you know, uh, it's, it's tough meeting new people, uh, you know, introducing a a new person with, with their whole life and, 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 and preconceived notions about who you are and yours about them and, and, um, trying to navigate, you know, the, the, the relationship and, um, it can, it can get a little overwhelming, but these are the things that I want to try to tackle with sobriety. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and, and be weird and be awkward if, if necessary, (laughs) uh, I'm not going to try to do that, but if, you know, but if I, if I am, which most likely I will, this is another thought I had too, uh, (laughs) on the way home. I naturally think I'm a very normal person and I, and I do, I do think that I tend to, um, in my own mind, I think I over exaggerate how, uh, how socially awkward that I am. I really don't think I'm very socially awkward at all, but I tell myself that I am. Um, but I am, I, I think I'm a normal, a very normal dude that wishes he was weird. Uh, if that makes any sense, Uh, you know, I, I wish, (laughs) <laughs> I wish I was less normal. Like, uh, you know, instead of the, instead of the artist weird kid trying to fit in with, you know, the, the normal kids and the jock kids or whatever, it's kind of like a reverse scenario. Um, but I think even in being cognizant of that and thinking that, uh, and exploring art and loving art and creativity and, and, and music and, and loving the things that are weird, uh, makes me weird. So I'm proud, proud to be weird. Wave that freak flag high. Uh, all right. Well, with that being said, maybe I'll try to find a a weird, um, poem for you guys. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, here's a good one. Um, this was from uh, one of RG's, uh, Mr. Evans's, uh, um, Thursday night poetry workshops. And my phone's going off. Um, this was a prompt that he gave us where we had to write a few things down uh, about the cold, uh, things that are red, about light. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Um, okay. Uh, so it's, it's untitled, but it, it's about, uh, well, and it's appropriate because of the, the weather outside. It's snowy and cold and gross. It rests in the snow, not from a shove or from fatigue. The cold pine bark I felt just a year earlier is warmer now from decomposition. Its needles accompanied with flakes, all unique and dying. I gave the wooden giant a bash as my other hand held a lantern. Now I am here in the gray, wishing for a luminous resurrection, a revenant in the forest. Yeah, and that's that. Um, hope, uh, hope I got some decent messages across and, and, you know, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe gave you a little bit of an insight onto how I think just a normal dude trying to be weird. <laughs> um, does that make me normal? Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I will, uh, I will let you guys go. Um, this has been episode five of Creation Wizard. We'll see how iTunes, man, I've been having so much trouble with that, but hopefully it gets up and it sounds decent and uh, and you guys enjoy it, um, the aliens out there. There's tw- 20 billion other possible Earth twins. I think I said 20 million last time or 200 million, and I just re-listened to the podcast, and I think he said 20 billion. I'm probably wrong on all these numbers. Or no, he said there was 20 billion uh, planets that could harbor life. Shit, I have no idea. Too dumb. Uh, Either way, let that sink in. And um, yeah, next time you're feeling lonely, there's no way we're alone. This is uh, Richie Menz, uh, Creation Wizard, signing out for the fifth time. Love you guys. Bye-bye.